congratulations, you. You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. Yes, you are. Joining me right now, one of my favourite bands, our album of the week band. Very stoked to be joined live from France, the Grogans. How are you guys doing today? Yo! Very good. Very good. Yo, so stoked to have you guys back on Radio 1. It has been, what, maybe like a a month or so since you've been around? Really? Not that long. (laughs) What have you guys been up to since we chatted last? Um, Yeah. We haven't stopped yet. Yeah. We, um... After the NZ, we went back and played a few more shows in Oz. Um, like, uh, played a few with Ocean Alley. And then. Yeah, um, in yours and ours in Wollongong. Yeah. And another show in Sydney, and then pretty much came to Europe from there the next day. <laughs> so sick. Both nights. Yeah, yeah, it's been hectic. Yeah, yours and ours looked so good. I saw so many clips from that, and I was so jealous. What was that like? It looked nuts. It was yeah, it was was great. It was a a great show. Yeah, it was. It was really good. Like, it's perfect, perfect sort of weather. Really great crowd. Um, We had lots of good friends there as well, so it was... Yeah, it was really good. Nice time. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> the vibes are on. And in and amongst all of that chaos, you have released your fourth studio album. It is called Find Me a Cloud. It was released on the 20th of October. How have things been since the release? How are you feeling to have it out there into the world? Fantastic. Yeah, yeah it feels good. It feels great to have it out. It's a bit strange not being at home, you know, while it's... Well, like when we released it and everything, and being so far away, but it's still been cool. Like we've still been playing the tracks every night over here and everything. I think it's been, yeah, it's been cool to have it out in the world finally. What is the difference in sort of how the album's release sinks in in comparison to when you're on tour versus when you're just sort of at home, just like chilling with everyone? It's a bit of a blur, like when you're on tour. Um... When it came out, we were actually we, just happens. yeah we were playing a show in the Netherlands and we got on stage ten minutes or so after it sort of came out like technically in Australia <laughs> but it was the night before where we were um, so it was kind of cool like we just played this show in in Rotterdam and was like hey we just put, our new record has just dropped <laughs> ten minutes spent ten minutes ago but it's actually like tomorrow. But it's, <laughs> Yeah, it's a bit confusing. But it's been really cool. Like, it's been nice. You know, usually when you you drop an album, it's sort of, you know, there's been a, you you announce a tour later and then you do the tour and, you know, you can prepare for it. But this one, we've just, like, put it out. We're the day of, we're just playing the the, the songs live. So it's been kind of interesting in that regard. And and having the record to hand to people the day of when you're playing the show is really cool. So, yeah. Hot off the press, eh? <laughs> doesn't get much fresher than that. Now, you have mentioned that this album is, uh, for lack of a better term, your most refined work to date. You had a specific direction you wanted to go with on this one. Please tell us a little bit about the creation of Find Me a Cloud. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of just, um, I don't know, we all... We just we just jammed. We we went away for um, a week or so and just 
started playing songs and they all kind of just happened very naturally. Yeah, it was all very natural mm-hmm. and they all kind of felt to be I don't know on the same sort of same realm, same realm yeah. of tracks and yeah, they all just felt like they fit together really well and I think that yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it came about. We never go into it with like a super structured yeah, idea of, of what intended. we want to do. We had an idea when when we started like writing certain songs, we sort of had an idea of like what the feel like how the the sort of the tones of the guitars and like the attitude of the songwriting we wanted to be, but we never went in with it to be like a this type of thing. So I think that's why it came out how it did is because we sort of had a for the first time sort of like a rough sort of sonic idea of what we wanted it to be, but sort of just let it happen in, in that same time, I guess. Yeah. And you've mentioned in the past that with this album and your music as a whole, you wanted to draw inspiration from the past but not exactly recreate it. And that can be a really, really tricky thing to master as a musician because usually when you like something about someone's music, you like exactly that and the way that it sounds and the way that it feels. How do you go about recreating it without exactly copying it? It's one of those things I think it's um, with this album we explored like a lot more of our gear again you know we love like old gear and we sort of naturally get into that mentality but I, I don't know songwriting I think we just yeah it's also I think our setup as well as being like a three piece mm. it doesn't allow us to kind of delve into the um, like a big full band big band kind of um, mm. songwriting structure it's more like true to yourself in a way like strip back you're writing the bare bones like feel of what you're wanting to kind of portray in a way mm. which is a like a lot, like a, an old school I guess sort of way you know we, we're kind of limited on what we can do so we make do with that and with our natural um, influences that's sort of how I guess it comes out yeah and it has come through in the most beautiful project one of my favorite parts about listening to this album was that each track sounds fantastic standalone but also when you listen to the album as a whole it is this very cohesive piece even though each track may sound very different how do you go about creating sort of a sonic flow like that i think it's after the record's made that we sort of yeah spend a lot of time figuring out the track listing. yeah the track mm. listing I'm not sure if that's something that a lot of other people do or not, but we've ever since the start, always we'd sit down and all of us would write down like ideas of how how we want it, and we'd put it out to the group, and then some of us would be like, "No, nah, I have a vision for this track to be first. And we always look at it at side A and side B records. Like we mm. always have been yeah, like, first, yeah, first. What's going to finish side A to start side B of the record, and think about it like that. I don't know. Is I don't know. Is there any? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's um. I don't know if. What am I trying to say? I think I don't. I think <laughs> it's always fully calculated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, 
We're just lucky. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, stop. No, I love that, though, because I am also really, really particular with the way that track lists are arranged. And a lot of the times I'll listen to an album and I'll be like, oh, that song should have come before that one and that song should have come last, blah, blah, blah. And I think that the way that this album is arranged is so, so stellar. Obviously, you go about being mindful with that practice when arranging your albums are you the same with your live set lists or is it sort of more of like a like a vibe thing definitely a bit both yeah definitely a bit of both Mm. we we always kind of um we we changed up the set a fair bit um depending on what we feel like playing but also depending on like you can kind of gauge the crowd a little bit before you've played so and and the place as well like we try and we always want to be able to like show everything that we've got in a set, but I think we want to play to what you think the people want a little mm-hmm. bit as well. Which is a cool like option to have that if it is a cruisy sort of crowd, we actually can whip out a very mellow or a bit more like of that nature, like a slower sort of set. But if everyone is sort of going mental, we can <laughs> really amp it up, which is yeah. actually worked to our favour really well because... If the crowd's just there to listen to anything we've got, then that means we have full reign to go yeah. fast, slow, you know, melancholy, this, that. Like, we can sort of change it. But, yeah, I think we do try and calculate our set lists, at least. Yeah, know, I think we, lo- we like doing that as yeah. well. Like, we, yeah. don't, we don't want to play the same set list every night. You know? <laughs> yeah. We want to change it up a bit, make it a little bit personal to that, that crowd. Yes, exactly. And this is a little bit of a side tangent, but I just have to ask, do you go about that process differently when you're playing like a The Grogan show you're headlining versus if you're on support or if you're sort of playing a festival? Because even with that, there are two completely different crowds and they are wanting two different things a lot of the time. Yeah, that's actually a great question. Mm. Um, a lot of the time, like in supporting as well, you're you've got a set that will run almost half the time as you would headlining Mm. and you kind of struggle to pick out your whole range within like that say 30 minutes um but yeah there's times where you want to keep it like keep the energy high for the 30 minutes straight and times when you kind of want to fluctuate it a bit but yeah it's always different I think it's It's, it's also balancing out like for a support you like you want to play you want to also like prove not prove yourself but give what grogan's is in 30 mm. minutes and it's hard sometimes and you don't necessarily want to just play the top five songs on spotify we kind of <laughs> want to explore like our catalog and show people that we're more than just those songs so we try and like pick out some songs that we really love that aren't maybe like what you know crowd favorites or something like that and put them in the set as well to show people like a diverse thing, I guess, in like a support slot. And then when it comes to like headline shows, yeah, we try and give like the whole range, you know, as if we were playing an album. It's sort of, we try and like give it continuity and gives it ups and downs and whatnot. Got to be tastemakers as well, you know. It's one of my favourite <laughs> yeah. phrases, tastemakers. Yeah. Tastemakers. <laughs> <laughs> And hey, you guys are absolutely incredible at it. Love your work. Love this new album so, so much. Where can people grab a copy of it if they're keen to get it in their ears? 
Um, you can get it online. We've got it like a on our on social medias. You can go online and you can order it. Um, click the bio. Yeah, yeah. Bio. <laughs> the bio. Link the bio. in bio. Uh, yeah, link in bio. Yeah, Spotify. <laughs> you can find it all there. But there are a few shops in NZ, like I think. Yeah. Flying Nun have a few copies, I think, or mm. something. But um, but we'll yeah. be we'll be back over. Yeah. We'll be back over pretty soon anyway. So if you want to get one in person, then that that's pretty cool too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Hey, you've segued me perfectly there. Please tell us about your New Zealand summer dates because you're back at the end of December. How exciting! We are. Yeah, we've got a few few festivals. Um, yeah, we're playing the currents. Yeah, we're doing the currents. Sounds Sounds flash. Flash. Um, I think we're doing a show in Raglan. In <laughs> uh, Raglan, got living the dream. Awesome. <laughs> end, of, end of December to Jan and yeah. late Jan, I think we'll we'll be to and from Australia, Shaken Bay. I think that's at the Mount. And yes. Bolt, no, that's Wellington. Oh, is that Wellington? Wellington. Wellington. <laughs> hey, Bold. the the point is they are back. They are running a mark. You can find all of those dates <laughs> yeah. on the internet. We might not know exact, but <laughs> we're back. Yeah. Lincoln bio, Lincoln bio. You'll find yeah, it. Lincoln bio. <laughs> hey guys, thanks heaps for your time today. Enjoy the rest of your Europe and UK tour, and congratulations once again on this beautiful album. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Appreciate it heaps. Yo, legends! That was the Grogans on their new album. It is called Find Me a Cloud. And lucky for you, I am giving away a vinyl copy. Yeah, boy, you heard that right. A vinyl copy. All you need to do is text in the title of the album, Find Me a Cloud, to 0212 Radio 1. That is 0212723461. Text in find me a cloud and you can be in to win. This is your last 10 minutes to enter. I don't know if I'm allowed to tell you this, but I'm going to tell you anyways. This is the only copy I'm giving away across breakfast this week. So get in fast. While you're doing that, enjoy this track from the Wombats. This is called Dressed to Kill. Keep it locked here on The One. Run your Tuesday up, would you? Of the best worst night we've ever had in Thank you for listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. There's heaps more at r1.co.nz.